Are you or someone you know raising an entitled, often disrespectful, narcissistic child? Well, listen in to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. She is going to talk about the characteristics of a narcissistic child and how they can be identified in a cluster of actions and behaviors. She's going to share a bit of information around how important it is to identify and treat narcissistic behavior in our children. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. I'm glad you're here. We are on episode 51. And today I want to talk about something that's been coming up and I've been hearing a lot about it. And that's, can children be narcissists as children? Is it possible to raise a narcissistic child and see this raise a narcissistic person and see it in them as children? So I, I found, I did a little bit of research and I found this amazing site. It's mumjunction.com. And I think you guys would really enjoy going there if you're interested in this topic. But what I want to talk about today is how to identify if a child might have narcissistic personality disorder. I am not a doctor. I do not diagnose. So professional therapies and somebody who's well-versed in narcissism would be who you would consult if you feel you may have a child in that case or know of a child who might be developing with these disorder. So a child without the narcissism, let's call it NPD, craves attention but is age appropriate. So they're grateful and they appreciate the attention that they get. They aspire to be big or role play uh, as a superhero, et cetera, but they know that it's not true. So it's a fantasy and they know it's a fantasy. These are kids without NPD. Their needs are realistic and it can be fulfilled and they make friends and they have a good relationship with the family. So these are people that are, they're very balanced as kids and they're normal as kids. Like they know the difference between reality and fantasy. But a child with NPD could be very much an attention seeker, and they see it as their right uh, to get the primary attention, but they don't express gratitude to the parents or anyone for being kind or nice to them. They don't uh, appreciate. The child, uh, this is a child, again, with NPD, they believe they're great and that others are lower than them. That's very much a dominant trait in narcissistic personality disorder in adults as well. They have three different types of people, those above them that they really revere, those are equal to them that they want to diminish, and those lower than them that they just ignore. And it starts in childhood in many cases. The child with MBT will have high and unreasonable expectations from others. They expect others to serve them. And they find it difficult to make and maintain friendships. That's just a rough, uh, just a blurb of the difference between children with and children without. Here are some signs and traits. Now, the reason I'm even bringing this up is because narcissism has been, the word itself has been tossed out there. It's like, it's like law of attraction has been tossed around and nobody really knows what it is. And it just feels like it's become a word people are choosing in society to say, um, well, that bad behavior has got to be a narcissist. That's not the case. Children do behave badly without being narcissists. Trust me. <laughs> the following traits are when they occur together. Okay, and that's important. There's a pattern. And they could be signs of a typical narcissist. So very high levels of self-importance. Now, we do encourage our children to be 
positive about their body image and positive about who they are and positive about being um, whole and lovely people. But remember, these signs are used in together. They occur together, these traits. So a high level of self-importance, unpractical ideas of limitless achievements and power. So they believe that they can do anything. And they truly believe they can do anything. Now, when you look at some of the work that we do here in our world, my world that I live in, the holistic work, I believe I can do anything I want to do. I believe that I can accomplish anything I want to accomplish. But again, it's not in combination with some of these other traits. Okay, so remember, they go together. So I'm going to just list them as together. Okay, some of them. I'm not going to use say them all because there's quite a few. Another, feel that they're entitled to everything they ask for. Huge. If I ask for a million dollars, I had better get it. Uh, gaze aversion, wherein they do not look into the eyes of the speaker. So when you're speaking to a child with NPD, a lot of times they can't meet your gaze. If they're, they're uncomfortable. Separation anxiety from a parent or both parents or family home, that is huge with uh, following again with the combination of traits. Pathological play, they believe they're better than other kids around. So they have a superiority complex. Expect enormous respect and adoration. They expect people to validate them continually. Um, opportunistic behavioral pattern. And what that means is if somebody is doing something and they see an opportunity to take advantage of them or uh, ride the piggyback them because they might be a little jealous, then they'll take advantage of that. They don't understand the needs of the fellows around them, their fellow beings. They don't understand why you need this or why you need that because they're very self and egocentric. They're arrogant. They tend to say things that make them look and sound arrogant. They exaggerate their personal abilities and their personal successes. So they'll do this well, but they exaggerate it to the point of, well, somebody told me, wow, you're doing such a great job. When that never was said, you're saying it to yourself. Exploitive. Envious of others' achievements, they get very jealous. Jealousy is a big part of the narcissistic behavior. And they cannot, they cannot allow others to be recognized without themselves being recognized. And this can be incredibly difficult uh, inside a family structure where one child might have something special coming up like a birthday or an anniversary of some event they took place in or even a special event they're taking part in. And the NPD child will want to be recognized as well and will demand to be recognized in some way. They don't have the ability to take criticism. They cannot. They get hurt or insulted very easily. It wouldn't matter what you say. It could be just your tone of voice. And they're bang. They're upset and they're insulted. And they blame the others around them for their failures or the anybody else in the world is they think that it's their, their fault. It's they never believe that they've done anything wrong. And these, again, must be, so listen back to this. If you think you may have a child, a grandchild, a neighbor's child, a, or you know a child, or you're a teacher in school, and maybe these are signs you'd like to look for. Remember, they fall in cluster. It's behavior. It's not just one primary, one behavior, but there's a group of them that you can see coming through in this child. The primary question is the cause of narcissistic personality disorder. What is it? Because they really don't know. Uh, psychologists and um, psychiatrists, there's been a lot of studies done, and they've come up with some reasons why these could be the traits this child is displaying. But these are could-be's, not definites. 
So don't misunderstand me here, okay? So negligent parenting could be a part of it. Uh, either the parent's detached or unresponsive to what the child is needing for their care. Codependent parenting, where uh, it brings protective and overprotective. Love and obsession is not maintained. So there's they're being protective and they're being overprotective and where love and obsession are not maintained for the child. Excessive pampering in childhood. Um, and this is my greatest fear for this generation coming up. I, I'm sorry. Those of you that are parenting, there's all these new expressions out there like helicopter parenting and the golden child being raised in the household. And well, the golden child's been around for a while, but that term is becoming more attached to uh, NPD kids. So excessive pampering in childhood, making the kid the golden child of the family, where everything they do is like, oh my God, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You can do no wrong. And this child starts to really believe that and they have no boundaries. Their boundaries are exploited. And excessive pampering can make one narcissistic extension child, meaning they're, they are supplied with the admiration and the attention that they demand. Narcissistic parents also affect their kids. And some parents uh, see their child's individuality as a threat. They don't, narcissistic parents don't want their kids to be individuals. They must follow the rules of the parent. And so when they see their child's individuality as a threat and they try to curb it, if there's a child who fights that and doesn't accept that, then they will be shunned. Okay, and they won't become a narcissist themselves, but they will be completely shunned or destroyed in some part by the narcissistic parent. Children that do accept it and their behaviors are curved often can grow up to be narcissistic kids. And too much negative criticism can make them feel inadequate and bad about themselves as well. So they develop narcissism as a defense mechanism. So it's kind of a fine line. And you can see why it's unknown exactly what is the cause of narcissism in children. Because we're saying, well, overprotecting and, and excessive pampering and, and too much nurturing and saying, oh, you're fabulous and wonderful and da-da-da isn't good for them. But also... Um, irrational expectations from parents and can make them think too high or too low of themselves, but also too much negative criticism. So you're in the middle somewhere. We've got to be in the middle somewhere with our kids. And sometimes adoptive kids or divorced kids can bring about insecurities and vulnerabilities. And so they don't feel loved and self-love helps them carry on in life. Now, again, uh, abuse of any sort can make people feel victimized and unloved. They're hypersensitive. Uh, and genetic anomaly in some, in some genetic aberrations can lead to a mental condition due to some changes in the brain. So there could be a physiological step. However, narcissistic personality disorder is not life-threatening. It's good to get it diagnosed and treated for the child to have a better behavior and social life, but there has to be someone treating them that understands the mental disorder. And nowadays, there seems to be a lot of psychologists who are predominantly studying narcissistic personality disorder to try and assist parents and spouses and children themselves to become healthier and stronger in the society. Um, so they can be diagnosed with NPD by a doctor. Um, and then they talk to the child, of course, and child's behavior towards therapists is also analyzed to know whether they are condescending or are they cordial. So if they go into therapy, 
A physical exam can be done to eliminate any of the physiological stuff too. That's really important. And if there's no cause found, then a mental health care plan would come up specifically to the child. The diagnosis of NPD usually involves understanding the psychological aspects of the patient. And so they use questionnaires, assessment activities, and they scale tests. It's done to check if the condition is narcissistic personality disorder, something else like hypomania, or there's all kinds of disorders that maybe we're being confused, that are being confused. And if they're persistent, uh, experts will also observe in, in what they suspect might be NPD. They'll observe the symptoms in a child to see if they're consistent, persistent, and not phase or mood-based. Um, a common belief is that a person diagnosed with a mentality complex condition tends to remain like that all through their life, but NPD is manageable, and that's not the truth. NPD is not manageable. It, it would be show up as being uh, consistent. So cognitive behavior therapy is a, one of the best ways to enable a patient to recognize the problems and to identify the thought and behavior patterns that are adverse and negative. Psychoanalytic psychotherapy is also good and family therapy. If it's over-evaluation and excessive love from parents shows up, then a psychotherapist might talk to the parents against such behavior and regulate the emotions of the child. So let's get into some of the complications and how can you take care of your child with narcissistic personality disorder? I want you to also remember, I'm going to be picking a card um, and I picked a card today already from Cheryl Richardson's deck, My Daily Affirmations. I'm going to show you that at the end, share that with you at the end of this uh, blurb. So stick around. Um, home care for a narcissistic child with NPD. Um, home care is be firm with your child, but don't be violent. Now, there's a reason because there's complications that can arise from NPD. Uh, indulgence in alcohol and drugs when they grow up. Relationship crises with family and friends. Getting socially awkward and lacking a social circle. And difficult relationships at school and at home. Not just no relationships, but difficult ones. And long-term damage can be avoided by complementing the treatment with personal care at home, any care that you're getting them through therapy. So be firm but not violent. Violence and aggression can set your child off from you completely and they won't listen. Uh, they have an inflated ego and they take things personally and they get hurt. So they suffer from narcissistic injury or vulnerable self-esteem. So try to discipline your child practically. Curb the sense of entitlement. It's so important. In this day and age, children are being raised as entitled. And, you know, we've just come through some very difficult times in our year, uh, last couple of years, and children have had to be treated differently because their social worlds collapsed, their family worlds changed. People were working at home and, and looking after kids and homeschooling. Lots changed. So for the children that are showing sense uh, a sense of entitlement, Help your child understand they are very much like others in the family and will not get special treatment. So, for example, if they feel entitled to special treatment and they behave bossily to the other the kids or their friends and family, tell them they cannot bully others or expect others to be subservient to them. And at the same time, don't ridicule the child. 
okay? Moderate conversations. Help your child understand that listening to others is as important as talking. One of the things about narcissistic kids is they will talk and they will talk and they will talk as long as somebody's giving them attention. And as soon as people stop giving them attention, they'll walk away. They don't care what the other person says. They don't care what they have to say. It should be 50-50, speaking and listening. Help them practice this at home. And have a balance in relationships. So help your child understand the dynamics of a relationship, starting from your home, how chores are shared, how everyone has to be considerate towards the others for a better living. Explain to them how you and your spouse share the responsibility of taking care of the family, how you earn for them, how you provide food, while the kids in the family go to school, study, and behave well. And provide unconditional love. Do not attach your love to something the child achieves. This is something, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day, and she said that uh, she has friends who reward good behavior with money. And if anyone knows anything about narcissist children, narcissist adults, money is one of their focuses because it's power. They see it as power. Rewarding a child by giving them something or telling them you're going to love them if they do this, or you'll do this for them if they do this, you're not helping them at all. Don't pamper them with gifts when they achieve something and don't bombard them with insults when they fail. So there again, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Is that what our society is struggling with right now is a lack of boundaries? I think it might be. Try and maintain neutrality and love them uniformly always. So there's a lot of questions that are often asked about narcissism and kids and how people can identify this. So at what age does narcissistic personality sort of develop? Well, again, you all know we're all narcissistic to some degree. We all love to make sure we look groomed when we walk out the door and we like to feel good about ourselves. But NPD goes beyond that. It often becomes in childhood, but is not usually diagnosed until the late teens or early adulthood. So many personality disorders, including um, NPD, are diagnosed at 18 years or older. And some may show signs in childhood. A definite diagnosis is often made in later years. So you, you're not going to know unless you actually do something about if you feel your child fits that first grouping that I shared with you. Does childhood trauma cause NPD. It is linked to NPD, yes. Sexual trauma might be associated with a high risk of developing a disorder. And children who face severe verbal abuse in childhood can also develop NPD or other personality disorders. How do parents, how are they a part of creating the narcissist? Over-evaluation can create narcissism in children. Those children will not be creating high self-esteem they're creating narcissism because they believe that there's an overexpression of affection. The development of narcissistic behaviors in children can develop. It's overaffection. It's you can do no wrong. You are a perfect child. And discipline is usually not a part of this story either. So having good boundaries and having consistent discipline with your child. Early socialization experiences and overvaluing during developmental years can lead to NPD unless some measures are taken in time. Is it a learned behavior? Well, it's not well known and it could be a learned behavior or it could be linked to genetics. However, the increased risk of developing narcissism in a 
positive family history can be due to learning narcissistic behaviors from parents or other close family members. Uh, there are two theories defining the origins of narcissism and the social learning theory holds that overvaluing by parents leads to narcissism. Spoiling your child, people. That's what that's basically saying. In contrast, the psychoanalytical theory says that lack of affection from parents plays a role in developing NPD. That's abuse. So you don't want to be spoiling the child. You don't want to be abusing the child. You want to have boundaries and have a healthy home environment for your child. How do you live with a narcissistic child? You articulate non-negotiable boundaries and you deal with selfish behavior of your child. You negotiate to make them do the right things rather than emotional outbursts. Uh, they may use gaslighting phrases to attack your self-esteem. You may wisely deal with them rather than getting emotional or bursting out of anger. Get some therapies to help with self-esteem and to reduce stress. So how do you discipline a child with MPD? Avoid overvaluing your child for their achievements. You can compliment them. Say how attentive they were in the game rather than saying, great job, or you're the best. Don't compare them to others ever. Teach them empathy. Teach them about how people feel about specific actions or behaviors. Encourage them to be responsible for their actions. And parents should be the role models, okay, to develop good behavior. Narcissistic children are self-centered and they believe themselves to be superior. They tend to blame their failures on others and they have no regard for others. Childhood abuse, having been neglected, being overprotected, or having narcissistic parents might contribute to children developing such behavior. NPD may be diagnosed and it may be managed using cognitive behavior therapy, especially you catch it when they're young, psychotherapy and good family education. Children with narcissism find it difficult to establish relationships with others and they may end up falling prey to drugs or alcohol. Now, although difficult, a person with this disorder, they can change with effective intervention, discipline, and willpower. Okay, so narcissistic children, often referred to in a family as the golden child. Um, I know a couple of, uh, just to give you a short story, I know uh, two couples that traveled together frequently, and one had several kids in the family, the other had three or four kids, and two mothers would go shopping often. And then when they came back, they would show their husbands, our partners, the, the purchases they made. One of the women was always showing the, the, the men the things like, oh, look at this I got for so-and-so. And oh, look at this I got for so-and-so. And oh, look at this I got. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for him to see it. And finally, one of the fathers spoke up and said, excuse me, but how many kids do you have? And the woman said, well, I have four. And he said, well, how come you're only shopping for one? And that's the only one you talk about. Be careful, parents. Be careful, grandparents. Please help these children be strong and healthy. We don't need more narcissists in the world. We need healthy people with good boundaries. Take care and really, really give your children the guidance they need. Do it now. And you're creating a healthy child instead of a narcissist as they get older. Here's the card I pulled. It's in relationships. This is an affirmation. You can write this down. And it is, I am a respectful, loving person who cares deeply about how I treat others. People feel safe around me. Thanks for tuning in today on this very almost uh, medical scientific 
view of what a narcissist child could look like and what they could be bringing to the table. And again, I got a lot of this off mumjunction.com. Check it out and Google narcissistic child yourself and get information if you think you might know someone. Thanks for checking in. Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading... Or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.